What's up, world? It's Spotty Wi-Fi, the king of the crypto punks, and you are now tuned in to Fired Up on the Blockchain with my guy, Travi. Aloha, everyone. Yo, what's up? It's G-Love. This is It's Becky, bitch. Yo, it's your boy, Nessie Dorilla from the east to the west. You already know who does it best. What up, y'all? This is Sammy Ariaga. I'm Juliet from the So Cool Girls. I'm Ray Isla. Hi, I'm Leah from Power of Women. This is Danielle Petty. This is your boy, Yassad, with the band Pepper. What's up? It's your Web3 bestie, Liz Morrison. I love your energy. It's so hype. It's all love. You're listening to Fired Up. Fired Up. And I'm fired up. I'm fired up on the blockchain. You're listening to my guy, my web for your bestie. And I'm fired up with Travi. My boy, Travi. This is OSF, and I'm getting wrecked with Travi. With Travi. With Travi. And I'm Toy Encendida en la cadena de bloques con Travi. With Travi. Fired up on the blockchain with Travi. Hey, Travi, let's effing go. Let's go. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends and DGENs, for the thousands in attendance and the millions listening in podcast land. My name is Travi, and we are fired up on the blockchain. Travi, come on now, like you you got this under control. I get a little What's up, fam? On today's episode, we're going to have the Fame Lady Society. And I want to talk a little bit about the history before we get into the episode to give you some context. Back on episode nine, September 6, 2022, I was overjoyed to have two members of the team that were running the Fame Lady Squad, and that was Ashley Smith and Kara. One of, if not the most popular episodes, especially at that time, still continues to be one of the most talked about episodes. And that's a testament to the community of the Fame Ladies. And over time, as Ashley talked about during that episode, the community had to take control of the project from the original founders who uh, were actually Russian men pretending to be women. And so through a lot of back and forth, the community was able to take control. And one thing that you might know about this community is they are diehard for this brand. So the Fame Lady Society is going to talk a little bit about how they formed what makes them different from the original Fame Lady Squad brand themselves. Is it a brand split? There's a new contract, what benefits you can get for being part and being a part of that new community there at the Fame Lady Society and how you can get one of your own Fame Lady Society pieces of artwork stamped right on the blockchain. But we're going to have a great conversation today by Asia Miner is going to talk about this brand new famous, that's F-A-M-E-U-S magazine published right on the blockchain, dropped into so many holders wallets, which is incredible. Jilly is going to talk about what it's like to be the ultimate hype girl and not only that, be a star in her own right. And of course, my buddy Nax, that's I am Nax. And we're going to talk a little bit about how he has inspired me to create a podcast called Fired Up on the Blockchain with Travis. And I think that's what today is really all about, keeping the community bonds strong, the friendships strong as we finish what hopefully is this bear market and move forward into the next iteration of Web3 and whatever that looks like. Oh, and before I forget, today's conversation is brought to us by our friends at Zealous.app. They made it possible. They turned your marketing from zero to hero. They were able to take my recording straight from the Twitter space and create a podcast because Zealous is my personal AI assistant turning all my recorded content into marketing that works. And if you go on to Zealous.app, that's Zealous.app. Right now on the homepage, you can actually see a conversation between myself and Spotty Wi-Fi. You can get all your recordings, all your transcriptions, everything backed up automatically. That's zealous.app. That link is in the show notes. 
Stop by Zealous and tell Greg Travi sent you. Now, Fame Lady Society, let's get into it. I am so happy to have some friends of mine that I've met through my Web3 journey. And many of you know, because you've been listeners of the podcast for quite some time, Fired Up on the Blockchain with Travi would never be called Fired Up without that very theme song. And that's brought to us by one of our guests tonight, I Am Nax. We're going to have a chance to talk to Nax a little bit about his music and what he brings to Web3 and how you might be even able to get your own music NFT, which does give you, in my opinion, some of, if not the best utility of any NFT that I've ever owned. A big shout out to you, Nax. We'll get to that in just a second. We are here with the Fame Lady Society by Asia Minor, Jillia Rappaport, and as I mentioned, I am Nax. And you might know that Fame Lady Society does a lot with music. You might have heard of Blue. We talked about Nax. You might have even seen recently a little bit of a uh, little bit of love there from Bootsy Collins, George Clinton, Parliament Funkadelic. Shout out to you, OG. But maybe I think they're best known for rapping. Well, that's rapping with a W, and we'll get to that in just a second too. Uh, big shout out to all of you. Thank you for being here, Fame Lady Society. Asia Minor, first of all, congratulations on this full-length magazine, Famous, published directly on the blockchain. Shout out to you. How are you today, and how the heck did this magazine come to be? Hey, um, thank you. Thank you so much for um, acknowledging that. Um, you know, uh, it just came up during a creative coffee session with uh, one of my favorite fame ladies, Jilly. And um, we were just talking about the fame ladies and um, you know, kicking around some ideas, having some coffee, chilling. And uh, we just decided to just do a magazine and, and feature like the council, the community, the holders, kind of like a, kind of like a thank you for holding um, rap ladies for supporting us um so that was kind of the basics of the whole plan <laughs> but it kind of flew but we kind of flew by the seat of our pants because it wasn't really like plan plan but we kind of knew we saw the vision so we just executed it well i understand that you rewarded your holders who were able to wrap and if you haven't wrapped yet just check out the website it, it's some some easy ways to do it on there um, and we'll get to that and kind of why the wrapping is happening and all of that with the contract. Um, but th- this magazine that you created is, I mean, it's pretty legit. I mean, it's amazing. It's got so much in there from the history of the fame ladies to the council to some of the things that I mentioned Nax is doing with music. I mean, I don't think there's a stone unturned on the on the history and kind of what the present day of the fame lady society has been all about. Um, Jillian, I know that you were one of the folks who have been most vocal um, throughout the entirety, I guess, of the history of the Fame Ladies. Tell us a little bit about the history. Uh, if you know, mem- if listeners out there remember, on one of the earlier episodes of the podcast, we had some of the um, the leaders of at the time, um, the Fame Lady Squad, right? And we were at a point in the conversation where. There was a new company who was about to take over. It hadn't happened yet. Um, and that at the time was one of the most popular episodes that we had. Uh, I just think there was a lot of people who were either holders of that token, just lovers of the community who showed up to, you know, I guess, download or listen to the podcast. Um, and here we are again 
with the community stepping up and really putting their best foot forward and trying to say, you know, we need to have more, uh, kind of more of a community-led um, activity here with this particular, uh, com- I guess, community, if you want to call it, project, whatever we're calling it these days. Um, Jilly, how did we get here? What, what Help us bridge the gap for the listeners who maybe haven't been as involved in Web3. How did we get from, I guess, the, the previous kind of ownership group to where we are now with the uh, society? Well, I think what sort of happened is, well, for people who don't know, the original takeover was from a Russian team who was pretending to be women and starting the first all-female generative PFP project by females. Anyways, they were found out, and they were actually, the changeover from that was pretty quick. Our chick got involved, kind of told them, like, you know, this isn't going to fly, so, you know, instead of it all going to zero, why don't you hand it over to the community? And then the community chose uh, a representative to, you know, guide the project, which was um, I am board Becky Ashley Smith, and that you would think would be, you know, a happy ending. And, you know, for a while, I guess it was, um, we, we all loved um, Becky very much. Um, but things just kind of started to unravel when she seemingly kind of pulled away from the project. And, you know, it, it just kind of seemed more and more that, it wasn't a community-owned project. It was her project, and she would use it to prop herself up and basically make things great for her, including that Daz deal, uh, which was really uh, a product of her, after an investigation we did, of her blowing through 155 ETH in a year and a half, draining the last 40 ETH as she closed this deal with Daz, where they would leverage our contract with Daz in some unknown deal with no uh, details released to the community where they would get jobs and be given things that we didn't know and trade for our contract. And it was a long-term handshake deal. (laughs) So um, that didn't really work for us. And um, she, she wouldn't talk to us and things just got out of hand where it seemed to, after that, she claimed that she was the sole owner of the contract in an infamous space that she did to try to explain things away, but would not answer any questions from anyone. She stated that it was easier um, for them to take over ownership of the contract and without a vote or anything. And I mean, the early days of the families, we would vote on anything and everything. We voted to increase the commission to 5% from 2.5%. We we voted for a variety of things. But then when it came to whether we would give um, ownership of the most important female project, NFT project to ever exist, if we would just give it all to her, so it would become a Smith family heirloom. Um, we weren't informed until, well, we found out all the money was gone. And uh, that's, that's sort of where we stepped in, created the Fame Lady Society. Uh, she closed the Discord to stop um, dissension 
we opened up a Discord to have a home for the families, and we've been building there ever since. Uh, where this all leads is we were doing all these spaces, like no one would listen to us, and no one was paying attention to us, and we were doing spaces every day. And a developer named Flick uh, came and into one of our spaces and suggested maybe we create a wrapping contract. So, you know, we, we kept pressing the team for answers and to even just have a conversation with us, just one conversation. They would not talk to us and they just basically tried to treat us like we were um, just angry whales that um, were mad because of the, the bear market, which couldn't be farther from the truth. And yeah, so this developer created a wrapping contract for us. And we launched it on, if I'm not mistaken, 420 of this year. And since then, we've wrapped 1,250 fame ladies, including the number one and number two ranked fame ladies, lady number zero, the first minted fame lady owned by Digital Archic. And well, the future looks bright for the Fame Lady Society as we are here celebrating the release of our famous magazine, the first high fashion, uh, full length. Uh, fashion magazine on the blockchain and we're going to take us and the fame ladies to the new or to the next level uh, with that vehicle what do you think about that travi what do i think about that i mean i think it speaks to just the overall power of community as a whole uh, let's talk just briefly about just to make things clear for people who are listening and not completely maybe some of the story is new for them so just to keep things clear there is still the, the old contract that still exists, that's still there, but there's also a new contract. So there's essentially two separate collections. Is that right? Uh, yes. Yes. There's the old contract and, and there's the new contract. And essentially how it works is, and there's no charge to wrap. It's just a small gas fee. And what essentially happens is uh, our wrapper wraps the token and puts it in a, I guess, a, a trust of some type. And, you, and, then, and then you are issued an identical Fame Lady Society token. So the token is never burnt. It never ceases to exist. In fact, it can be unwrapped and put back into the old collection. So, there, yes, there are two collections. And one thing that we did talk about a little bit at the top um, was how you were able to drop the magazine to all the holders because they're on a new contract. So by... Being able to track this is I'm telling this is what makes me fired up on the blockchain. I know it's nerdy, but to me, like it's kind of nerdy, kind of cool at the same time. Is you're able to track people in the best way possible, and that's the transparency of the blockchain. And Asia, as the editor in chief of this magazine, I mean, this was no small feat. Um, I understand that you know you you have <laughs> you have to have a little bit of a background in you know in, in publishing or publications or something because this is amazing. Tell us a little bit the blockchain as as kind of the best place for this you know when you have a lot of folks out there who are doing newsletters or even like irl mailers which i don't know if a lot of people are really looking at their mail these days especially with the economy the way it is and bills uh and things like that <laughs> or maybe that's just me i don't know but i think what you were able to do is you were you put together an entire history and you put it on the blockchain in in one token it's got years of what, two years of your history in one token. So tell us a little bit about sort of the, how you did this and the for and like, I guess the layout of this, just so folks out there can visualize what the, the magazine looks like, famous. 
Oh, yeah. I, um, I, as a kid, um, of course, I was a big nerd as a kid, so I didn't have a lot of, um, wasn't, I didn't have a lot of friends. I was very nerdy, but I always like loved photography and art. And I, I started like, at, like 16, I was like subscribing to Vogue for some reason. Cause I just, I was just so into the whole artistic visual, you know, aesthetic typesetting. I don't know why I just was always fascinated, collected them poured over them, you know, um, took them apart, made my own magazines, you know, kind of fun stuff that you do as a kid. And then, you know, I worked in music for seven years. I worked at Sony Music for like seven years. And now I work in publishing for like 10 years plus. And I think my frustration comes from working in Web2 and how, I don't know, I feel like you know, the innovation is right there, but it just takes too long for them to execute it. And for me, it's like, it's so passe. Like, it's like you have everything in front of you. And when I jumped into Web3, um, it was just popping, like music. Like, I just see everything as an opportunity. And because Web3 is such an innovative community and they're so with it, I was like, oh, this is where it's going to go down because Web 2 is just, they don't, they don't see it. They just, they'll crush it before it even happens. You know what I mean? The first little glimmer of an idea, it's like, nah. So I couldn't do this in Web 2. I had to do it in Web 3 because of the innovation, the community, the technology, and how fertile the ground is here, especially for music and art, you know, um, it's it's I think personally, it's going to be the way we do things in the future for the rest of our lives, because, you know, I, there is a transfer of generational knowledge that's not happening. So we're we're making it happen. You know, a lot of people hate on crypto and the Web3 space, but I don't feel that way. I feel like Web3 is going to be the springboard where a lot of companies are going to come up in here and try to steal the workflow and try to get the ideas and, you know, do that old Web2 okie doke, you know, and I wasn't with it anymore. I was like, nah. So when I jumped into this Web3 space, I just saw a wealth of talent, a wealth of creativity. I mean, just musically, I was like, oh my God, the music, the NFT music is like so young and youthful in terms of like the, the landscape. Like there's, I mean, what Nax has done with his music on the blockchain is literally like the roadmap. You know what I mean? It's like the way we should evolve as a community, as a, as a human species, you know, we shouldn't be like, and I feel like I was fighting web two for a really long time. And then I just was like, why am I, why am I even doing that? I need to just evolve into web three and give that space, my energy and talent. And, you know, I dropped a magazine and it's like been fire ever since. And it's been great because I highlighted you know, a community that is like altruistic in a sense where, you know, we, we donate our time because we love the community. We don't do it for the money. We do it for the love. 
I highlighted the music community because I felt like the music community is just going to blow up in the next 10 years. This NFT music thing, I'm telling you, it's just going to go bonkers. And I see it and nobody else sees it. So I just decided like, yo, why don't I just feature all the things that I think that's just going to be amazing in the next 10 years? And that's what I did. I featured Blue. I featured Nax. I featured Y Burger Girl. Um, I featured Queen Honey Bunny from the Honeys. You know, like I featured everybody that I thought is going to be major contributors in this space, regardless to what bull, what the bull is doing, we're still going to be creating art. We're still going to be building up our community so that we're ready to go on this roller coaster that is crypto, you know, because we're not going anywhere. This is a great space. It's a great springboard for the future. And I just, I'm excited about it. So, you know, that's why I felt like, This is just a great idea to just feature everyone and pay homage to the OGs that have been doing music from 2021. You know what I mean? So like, you know, I I personally think that this whole Web3 thing is still going through its, you know, motions, but it's just going to be really huge and really just a beautiful landscape of art, trading you know, music, like it's just going to be a wonderful ecosystem of gamings and, you know, everything is just, I just see it as just a beautiful collage of just, you know, that new Guarnica, you know, (laughs) you know what I mean? So that's why I I moved into Web3 so quickly because I was like, the tech is here, you know, the mindset is here, people are positive, you know, right, wrong or indifferent, people are doing their thing you know, and I'm going to support and it's just going to be a a wonderful journey. So that's my spiel and I'm shilling it. Chill away. Let me tell you something. (laughs) I agree with 99.9% of everything that you just said. The one thing I don't agree with is that people don't see the music NFTs blowing up. And I know that you were saying, you know, you didn't mean literally nobody, but I got a shout out. First of all, in blue, blue showed up. Blue's in the house right now. Nessie is in the building. You might have heard Nessie in our intro. Nessie's been a previous guest, and he's minting his music on Sound.xyz yeah. all the time. Shout out to the musicians out there who are supporting this space, too. And Steve Jordan, who's in the audience, is a big collector as well. So there's going to be a lot of music love. And if you... And first of all, if you subscribe to my podcast, first of all, I would not only appreciate that, but you can go back and listen. I have to say, I've listened to a lot of Web3 related podcasts and I find they're either there there may be a music podcast or there might be like a, uh, hey, uh, this this week in uh, NFT land. I really try to keep it pretty broad. I have a lot of music love on my pod. Um, like I said, Nessie's been on, uh, Sammy's been on, Ray Isla's been mm-hmm. on. Like I absolutely am with you on that. I think the blockchain as a use case for where you can track your holders and your community coming together, Asia, is absolutely mm-hmm. 100 perfect. Yeah, I think it's I think it's definitely the future. I think it's the way we're going to be doing things going forward. And everybody here now is, they're going to be OGs. So I'm happy to be here now. I'm happy to contribute um, to the Fame Lady Society and to Web3 and to anything else that people are creating because I think it's the future. For sure. And one thing I want to come back to in just a little bit, because while we're on topic of music, I do want to talk to Nax. One thing that you did include inside of the magazine too 
is your council, the Fame Lady Society Council. So don't don't let me forget to come back and ask that because I see the queen mm-hmm. herself. I see Queen Becky Wowo is here. We were on a council together. Nikki Sparks is here. We were on a council together. Uh, eventually advised uh, another project and stuff like that. So, you know, the, the power and the work, I don't mean power like that kind of power. I mean the power of community and the hard work that a council can do uh, is really, really immense. And I don't know that councils for quote-unquote NFT projects get enough love. Um, I know musicians have councils. They help direct where uh, the tours are going to go or like uh, mint prices and things like that. So there's a whole lot to be said about your council. So I do want to come back to that. But next, next, it's been probably a year, almost a year and a half since I've been trying to get you on the pod. And here we are today, my man. Welcome to your show. It really is fired up <laughs> on the blockchain with Travi is all because of you, man. Thanks for being on today. Thank you for having me. Uh, the, the intro is crazy. How many people like you were just shouting out everyone. There's so much hype in that intro. I was getting jiggy. Like I couldn't recognize all the voices, but there was a lot. So uh, thank you for having me. We're here. We are yeah. here. We here. Capital yeah. W, capital E. We here. So Nax, I have to say, first of all, before I knew anything about you really being involved with the council or anything like that, I think it might have been Jilly who reached out to me. Like, way this was maybe, this was, I want to say almost two years ago, but it was probably a little bit over a year and a half ago. And she was like, hey, oh, this guy, Nax, I, I think you'd really like him. He's got a music NFT. And I was like, all right, cool. Let me check it out. And I minted your Genesis token. On I am Nax, that's I A M N A X dot X Y Z, everybody. And since then, you've been sending music to my wallet like once a month almost, probably for like the the entirety of, of like since I bought that thing, man. So I know that you've got a lot of musical experience. You've worked with a lot of amazing people, but you're doing a lot in Web3. Let's first talk about why Web3. And how do you have how do you have this much music to keep delivering to your holders and making everybody so happy? Uh, where do I start? Okay, so why Web three? Why Web three? Let's go with that. Web three to me gave me a spark. Uh, the community driven, like the aspect of people like really supporting on another level, really was the breaking point for me. I came into Web three for NFTs and trading and collectibles, no intention for music, um, and so. The first one was the flaunt song for Fame Lady Squad, and that kind of was the branch. And the article in the magazine kind of touches this, too. So if you want to read that, you can get a little little in-depth there. But basically, just coming in, feeling the support. I had already done a career of music prior, and, you know, it is what it is. But this was different. It just felt different. And uh, the support was more than like, oh, let's go tour with this or let's make money off these people. It was like... Let's take these like-minded people and make something great. So what, why Web3 is it's, it's a we thing. I, I saw a lot of like-minded people that wanted to do the same thing as I wanted to do. And I hadn't felt that way before. So it was kind of like that spark that I needed. And then my, my favor and my return is by just making more art. So that's why. And you do, man. You, you do make so much art that sometimes I will look in my folder. I'll be like, wait, I didn't think I had this many. And it, w- wait, and then I'll, and I'll click and I'll be like, oh, yep. Nax sent another. Oh, Nax sent another. So when I say some of the best utility for me, listen, 
music has been an important part of my life. And I know a lot of people out there are like, duh, like we all like music. But, you know, some people are into music in different ways than others. And, and I started to see musicians in Web3 really being able to have a sustainable future for themselves, especially ones that either didn't get signed, couldn't get signed, or just really like having a different outlet for their creativity. Something that you've done as well is you brought other people into the fold with you. So we mentioned Blue earlier. For anyone out there, it's BLU. Max, tell us a little bit about the, the kind of the musical relationship you have with Blue. The reason why I asked specifically that is because when I look at your videos, and I look at the Zepetto, and I look at the Fame Lady characters dancing around in there to your songs and Blue's music, I think there's something very, very powerful with that. And I don't think it's any accident that a legend like Bucci Collins was able to kind of vibe with you guys. Tell us a little bit about that relationship. Uh, well, me and Blue have known each other for a long time, like probably like close to 12, 15 years. So way before Web3, we've done music. Um, it, I got into Web3 pretty much like on the solo mission. And my intention is always to bring like good things back to the to the crew. So I had an idea. I had Blue's PFP. I like, I didn't really know how to break it to a normie, right? Like, how do you even say what Web3 is to a musician? So um, I brought up the idea to her, kind of explained what I had in, like, in mind. And she was like, I have no idea what you're talking about, but I trust you. And so she was just all for it. I mean, I'm Blue was the first time that we, I think we used the IP and we put it out um, and just built on that and yeah the zepetto thing just works perfectly there's no other there's no other nft collection that has an app that provides their ip like that like we're making merch we're making everything on there so um yeah as far as the blue thing goes uh that was just luck of the draw she had changed her name to blue i didn't know that and i had blue as b-l-e-u it was spelled different I had the idea and it just worked out. Like, honestly, I, I have no idea. <laughs> like, it's just one of those things that just happens. And it, it was like magic. So that was the blue connect to Web3 right there. And that's the universe talking to us, ladies and gentlemen. Blue, big shout out to you. Uh, everything you're doing on uh, the reels and TikTok and all that stuff, um, you're killing it out there. So keep doing your thing. Max, I love the relationship that you have musically. I love that you're bringing in the IP. And I love that you mentioned the IP. Um, I want to talk a little bit, too, as we talk about really what a community can be. Because I do see a lot of people here who I've known from different communities that I've been a part of. And I just want to kind of reset one thing. If you weren't here at the very top, I do next. Um, I do want to really quickly remind the people about the Journey OG Holder token. If you purchased a Journey Alpha, that was the project that I put out one year ago. We're celebrating that. You have all been dropped your own OG Holder token with music on there produced by Nax. I am Nax himself. So that is a special thank you, not only from us to you for thank you for being a holder and of course a year celebration, but it's also the contract is also going to be tracked for anything that we do with partners as well. So if you purchased one a year ago, now you've got an additional one, you can gift it to a friend, you can hold on to it, keep it, listen to it once in a while. It's just a cool vibe to listen to. And really a lot of that, Max, I don't think would be possible if it wasn't for you because there are people who... I do look to, I don't think everybody quite knows. I mean, Becky and Nikki, you guys know how much, you know, I, I show love to you, but I don't think everybody knows 
they should hear more about how they've influenced others on their own personal journeys. So I want to give you, Nax, a big shout out. Again, I don't think Fired Up on the Blockchain podcast would have the intro that people love to talk about to me all the time because of the song. Um, you know, there's been advisors for the journey. There's been a lot of people who I've been in contact with over my time. Um, but Nax, for sure, you've been one. And Jilly, I got to tell you something, too. I have things I want to talk about on here. I've got, I said, I want to talk about Famous Magazine. I want to talk about Nax's music. I want to talk about the history. And then I've got, for its own bullet point, Jilly. And I think anybody who knows you knows what that means. Jilly, there's so much to you as kind of like the main Web3 community hype girl for the projects or companies that you've believed in. Can you, without pulling the current back too much, tell us a little bit about you and what makes you this alpha hype girl that you've become? What lights that fire for you? Tell us a little bit about you, who you are, your background. I know without getting too personal, but I think everybody should hear a little bit more about your uh, your background. Like I've always been into fashion and um, music and just sort of all that culture um so i guess when i came out of high school to sort of just um i don't know stay myself i um went to a hair school to be a hairdresser and um while i was uh, in in hair school i met a guitar player uh who i really admired and i asked him if he could show me how to play bass guitar so um he taught me and and then i ended up playing in a band with him and then i was sort of given an opportunity to uh, go on the road with the band and i had to leave hairdressing so it's kind of a big deal because well you know it's like giving up sort of like you know i would have done really well in in hairdressing i was working at one of the best salons in the place that i live and um, so I decided to just follow my heart. And so that's what I did and ended up um, having, you know, a lot of fun touring. Uh, ended up working with a band who had a record deal. They had a couple top 10 singles. Um, and then um, I kind of just got tired of that because just dealing with record companies and stuff like that. Like it's not what it seems like. It's not what people think it is. You have to sell like, you know, like it's like, there's like this top echelon percent and those people make money and, and you know, whatever, but they still get ripped off. And then like the rest of us, like most, a lot of bands, like even a lot of bands that I love, like they still have to have day jobs and stuff like that. Like that's, it's weird and it's not what people think. And so that kind of led me into, well, um, different entertainment um, areas, but that then led me to web three and what keeps me the way I am. Well, it's really simple. Um, I love the people in the space. I love the technology. I love NFTs. Um, I, I heard something on, on Twitter a few days ago, someone said, I know NFTs are going to be huge because I can't stop buying them. And that, like that to me, like it, it's, it's funny, but it's true. Uh, Cause if you get it, then you get it. And you realize it's just a currency attached to a collectible. And yeah, I mean, you know, I guess if you don't choose wisely, 
you know, um, you could really get hurt. But, you know, another thing Mark Cuban said is he's a collector, not uh, a speculator, because he says speculators get their asses handed to them. And that's the way I look at it. Like, we have the most amazing collection of Fame Lady Society ladies, and they're not for sale, and they're never going to be for sale, and they're going to be in a museum one day, and this is a big deal. But so the reason I stay hype is because I want to put out a frequency to attract the people that I'm attracted to, because that is my favorite thing about Web3, is that you can be in orbit with the most beautiful loving frequency people there is and it's the quickest way like you're there on twitter you're there in discord it's addictive to me because um i just feel the brighter i shine the higher frequency of people i attract like asia you know like i remember you know we were just slugging it out doing spaces like it's when the like she came in when like literally the house was burning down. Like that, that you remember when that was happening in Web3 when everyone was leaving, like every people you thought would never leave left and she was coming in. And so she was in one of our spaces and she messaged me. And this has always been the thing that's kept me going. I forgot to mention that the love from people, it's addictive. And so she messaged me and just told me how much my energy meant to her and how attracted she was to it. And she bought a fame lady because of it. And that's how we became friends. And she's basically the fame lady society, good luck charm, because ever since she has shown up, that's to me, I view her as the turning point for us where things like all the hard work started to pay off and everything that I imagined it could be started to happen. So did I answer your question? (laughs) Absolutely. Listen, I also bought a fame lady because of you. And I think a lot of us listening probably bought a fame lady because of you. And you were you were a hype girl, but you talked about it in a way that that kind of made sense. Like, I'm not chasing pumps. I'm not that kind of a person. Like, I'm more of a I guess you can say I'm a collector, uh, you know, on that end of things. But I didn't start off even like caring about collecting per se as much as I cared about at first, like the tech behind the blockchain. And then when I realized that communities were really something that could be special, and then I saw that there were utility tokens that could get you access to events or free you know, claims for things or things like that, that got me involved. I never thought I was going to be like a PFP holder or anything like that. But your hard work, you mentioned Asia's hard work, obviously Nax as well. Let's get back a little bit to the hard work that you're all doing with the Fame Lady Society. And that, of course, a lot of that comes down to the council. Um, I'm not sure which of you would want to speak about the council, but I think that the council definitely needs – I know it got some love in the Famous magazine, and I do love that. I do love that. Um, But let's get a little bit of love for that on the pod. Who's in the council? Uh, What does the council do? And why should people out there know? that NFT projects or companies, Web3 companies, have a council, especially a council that a lot of us, <clears throat> a lot of us have volunteered for and not gotten paid anything for, just for strictly the love of the project and community itself. Tell us a little bit about the council. Well, um, I, I, well, Julie can tell you more about the council better than I can, but I just wanted to say that that was the most important part to me was to be able to feature 
the council, the OGs, everybody who, you know, has fought in the war, you know, I think it's a it's a very important structure for people to see and acknowledge and know that these people need, you know, love. And, you know, I wanted to pay homage to that. But Jilly can speak more to, you know, the, the, um, the whole council thingy. <laughs> Jilly, Jilly, you and you and Nax were around from the very beginning. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, he is. You know, he's my boy. Um, he's in a lot of ways. He's the reason that I'm still here. Um, I think we have that kind of a bond. And so, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Number one, I go right here. Let's just give it to her. Give her a round of applause, Jilly. I know I kept quiet, but. We would all not be here if we didn't have a Jilly. So shout out to Jilly. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it, really. Okay, so the council. And, oh, cool. yeah, I was just saying, it's up to you. You can hype everything about the council. That's all on you, so go for it. <laughs> okay. Well, so the council was, it was, it was, you know, we were, we sort of had to build it up again right from the bottom because when we finished fighting, um, that sort of battle with the old team and got our wrapping contract. And then, you know, you know, we wrapped and then, then the real work began and, and it wasn't easy because like when those type of energy exchanges happen, like negative energy exchanges, it just disrupts um, everything. And so had to sort of build up again. And so, you know, the structure of the council took a little deciding, but we decided on nine um, simply because we knew that this was going to be a big job and we didn't want people to feel overwhelmed. So um, the council basically breaks down into, I should have been ready for this, it's creative, um, it's community, it's social media and finance. Basically, the people that were interested in those things kind of put themselves up because it was a very small group. So um, just through you know, kind of, it was almost to the point where it's like, you know, I mean, of course you had to fall into, you know, whatever, but it was, it was pretty much, we just kind of put up our hands and, and then we, you know, every, everyone else in the group said, well, okay, so these people are up for this. What do you all think? And of course, you know, like people are just looking for, you know, people to step up because it's a big job. Like we, we meet every week and um, my girlfriend, Serena, is our she's not actually on the council but she is our secretary and she literally uh, documents every minute so every minute of every meeting every week since we've wrapped has been recorded and can be read back so because we wanted to build um a community-owned project like it was supposed to be but but the real way like we're Everything is completely transparent. There's nothing, there's nothing to hide. You know everything. You buy and wrap one fame lady society and you become as big a part of the governance as anyone. And so the council meets, like I said, once a week. Uh, the social media team, uh, which I'm a part of, meets also once a week on another um, channel or whatever. And we're basically just always working and moving forward and well as you can see all the exciting things happening for the family society including uh, the honeys um collab where we will be featured in the honeys closet 
which is a huge deal. It's, it's, it's hard to wrap our head around how big of a deal that is. And then the Bootsy Collins uh, partnership, um, which is, you know, I mean, <laughs> it's huge. And Blue's going to be a big star and be signed to Bootsy's um, Bootsilla Records, and the rest will be history. Let's go, Blue. Congratulations. That's, uh, oh, well, listen, a lot of us have a lot of love for you. Something I want to talk a little bit more about, too. I look around the room here at these beautiful cartoon faces that we see. Um, my man Cass is here repping the Lazy Lions. We've got Photox here. Of course, my buddy is from the apes, the AI apes, right? And we've got, you know, Meta Malone, who's got his music out on the blockchain. And there's so many folks out here who absolutely 100% live and die, eat, sleep and breathe their community. Let's just talk a little bit more about that word. And I'm going to, I'm going to open it up to this just discussion. I guess I'll ask any of you guys. Uh, and gals to, to throw your thoughts in here. On my pilot episode, my first thoughts were, we're going to talk a lot about community, and we're going to talk a lot about utility, and we're going to talk a lot about, I don't know, there's something else at the time. But for the longest time, I guess it might have been because of the bear market, and people are you know focused on floor prices, and FUD this, and you know ownership groups have been changing. Even for, listen, I, I purchased NFTs that were a couple of ETH right at the time, and I, I guess, like, I just thought things weren't going to change as drastically as they did. Um, but one thing I did notice was that whatever that idea of community is, that's what's allowing that project or that company to thrive. Now, look, it's one of the hardest jobs in the world being a project founder. You've got however many thousands of holders, especially the OG ones that dropped the 10Ks or almost 10Ks. But what is it about community? that you would be able to sort of explain to somebody who thinks that this is, well, who doesn't think that I shouldn't, I, sh I don't want to poo poo this idea because I'm not flip shaming, but who look at web three or NFTs as sort of like a, uh, like a crypto casino. And they don't care about the utility because maybe they don't need to go to an IRL event or maybe they don't like to claim things and, you know, connect their wallets and stuff. What is it about the power of community itself? I know Jill, you spoke to this earlier. Um, I think the the power of community is in the evidence of the magazine we just did. I mean, it literally takes a community of people to get this, you know, type of art project out to the holders um, to show love. So it is important. I mean, you know, you're going to have people that are just going to come in and, you know, do their thing and trade in and trade out. And that's cool. You know, that's it's all a part of the territory. You know, it's all love, you know, but without the art and the community, they wouldn't have anything to trade. Right. So it all goes hand in hand as far as I'm concerned. So all love to the traders. I mean, regardless if they're coming into, you know, um, take and leave it's a clear sign that we're doing our thing if they're coming and they're taking it and they leave <laughs> yeah i was just gonna you know say that that's the exact thing right there like if we have people trading the collection off a pure community-based project which i'm i'm cool with saying we're a community-based project because we fought for that really hard um i think it shows proof there's value there people can trade what we're doing for free like we're all coming for love and we're basically never getting paid unless we sell the product, which most of us don't. Um, there's proof in the pudding right there. If people are trading this collection and making money off what we're doing, then we really don't have to say much. Exactly. 
Yeah, and that's the power of the community. B. <laughs> yeah, that's the power of the the we, the capital W, capital E. And like I mentioned, you know, there's a lot of folks who I've been friendly with or become friends with, worked with through this power of this Web3 community, uh, whether it was when I was like way early in just kind of getting involved or I put out something or I put out the podcast. I think there's a lot of people who have been really like part of that family bond, that family niche. And, you know, I know we had baby bull vibes, baby bull run vibes like a week ago or whatever it was. <laughs> and you saw people starting to kind of bubble back up on crypto Twitter. You saw some of the discord starting to bubble back up. Like, you know, there's a lot going on. I know like our Basel is about to pop off and, you know, NFT NYC is coming up in, in April. So there's going to be a lot of stuff around then too. I just really personally feel like the idea of what a community is kind of does, it does evolve, but we do rely, we do kind of lean on one another. And in real life, if you go to a concert, the folks who go to that same concert, that's a community of music lovers of whoever you go see. If you're an art lover, an art collector, you go to a gallery, like you might not know these people before you get there, you know, right. but that's your community. That's your art community. So I, I love the way you said that. Well, yeah, I mean, but that's the beauty about Web3. It's it's just an evolution of what was. That's all. It's just on the blockchain. And it's even better because we're using better tech. We're communicating. We're putting out better art. There's better programs. We're actually utilizing the tech to its full capability. And yeah, not everything is perfect. But we're, you know, little by little, every day by day, consistency is the key to get in where you need to be. Nice, nice. Bars, in, Asia, bars. I'm just saying, I mean, you know, hanging around with Nax. <laughs> I'm like, she's dropping bombs right now. Yo, I'm glad this is recorded. Quote, tweet, quote, tweet. <laughs> yeah, but the, I think that's the key. And that's why I'm so happy and fired up about being here and being in Web3 and rocking with the fame ladies. Cause it's, it's a, it's a true, true moment in time. And, you know, I'm sure everybody's going to look back on it and be like, you guys were insane, but you made it happen. And the building blocks, these are the building blocks. This is the foundation. You know, you just got to show people you could do it and then they do it and then we do it and then we all do it. And then there's, you know, Travis podcast and then there's, you know, mute, um, music Mondays from Nax, and it just becomes a very beautiful ecosystem of just music and art. And you know, you know, this time we're going to listen to Travis' podcast. Monday we're going to peep Nax's joint. Um, oh, did we see Blues uh, post today? Let's see what she's singing about. So it just keeps it fresh. It keeps it amazingly like interactive. It's like radio 3.0 kind of you know yeah absolutely um the families family society is so important because it's truly like i don't know of any other fully community-owned project our contract and assets are in a multi-sig wallet where it takes nine signers to make any moves and so we all love you know, NFTs and, you know, uh, I mean, I'll say for myself, historical NFTs, we are the first big female project. Um, they're fun to collect when you know that it's, that 
it's not going to go away. There's nothing that can rug this project or stop it. And the music and the vibe and everything is going to build and you can own a piece of it. And, and, you know, it's just a collectible. They're fun. You, you have it. You're part of it. If you want be as big, small as you want, if you want to be in the governance, if you want to be a leader, if you want to just be a fan, if you want to make music, if you want to be supported, that's, that's the way I look at the family society. It's a place for artists to join together and lift each other up so that everyone gets lifted up and everyone's projects gets lifted up. So that's what I've got to say about that. Yeah. I mean, and, and as far as like artists, music, our AI, I mean, any writers, I mean, we have so, I mean, across the board, name it, it's there. Um, I think just having a hub that people could come to, not worry about this, you know, this, just the stuff that you don't want to worry about. We're not worried about pumps. We're not worried about all this other stuff. Just come, create, have fun, push tech, you know, gain, gain friends and family. I mean, this is my family. This is every day of my life for the last, you know, two years, almost three years now. So just come in and you'll feel it. Like we don't really need to say much, but it's all love. Yeah, I wanted to say one more thing too. Um, what we've done with our um, second, because by creating this new contract, most people know that it's not easy to charge commissions on OpenSea anymore. But with our new contract, we're able to do that. And so what we've decided to do is that 100% of our secondary sales um, commissions goes to um, a, a, an organization called Exodus Road that fights human trafficking. And, you know, I know that it's it's so, you know, whatever. Like, everyone is, like, kind of, like, trying to, like, oh, well, we give stuff away. And, and so, you know, come, come do this with us. Like, we give everything away. And that's how it'll always be. But what you get, and if you get this, you get it. And if you don't, you don't. That's fine. But if you know, you know. And that is when you have a bunch of people working on something together with love, with no expectations, not wanting anything, and then using that energy to help something in the world that needs so much attention, you get a lot of good juju spread all over you. So if you believe that, and I've seen it already in my own life and in the other family society members because they work hard and every ounce of their energy ends up going into this, you know, right now a smaller amount of commission that goes to help such a worthy cause. And that's how you see true magic happening. Like it's crazy. And, and just by buying fame ladies, bringing them into our contract, you become part of, part of that good vibe and the juju and you will feel it in your life. Anyways. Yeah, 100%. I don't want to also, I don't want to gloss over the fact that they do have a partnership with Stacy's at the Honeys. And Stacy's is one of the most honest and outspoken founders that you can find in all the Web3. So the fact that she has your back, um, you know, I think if you follow Stacy's, you know, um, that's, that's a, a pretty quality cosign for you right there. But um, Asia, I just want to give you a chance if there's anything else you wanted to add before we um, open it up to the floor. Um, no, I'm, you know, buy a fame lady, get a magazine. <laughs> 
And there you have it. That's the Fame Lady Society. There's definitely a lot of history involved with the Fame Lady Squad, the Fame Lady Society. Uh, Members from both still are people who I've considered friends in the space. So I wish the best specifically for my friends that are doing big things in the Fame Ladies Society. And their partnership right now with the Honeys is live. So if you're a Honeys holder or if you are a Fame Ladies Society holder, you can go right into the Honeys closet. I'll put that link in the show notes. And you could literally build your own dolly right there on the blockchain. You could change the clothes, the traits, the features, really cool stuff. And there's some things that are really seasonal and some things that are specifically for holders of this Fame Ladies Society collection. So link in there and and take a look at what it's like to really kind of have your own dress-up doll right there on the blockchain. It's really cool stuff. Uh, So again, a lot of feelings in this one for sure. A lot of history involved with Fame Ladies Squad, Fame Ladies Society. But I think the future is bright for my friends at the Society. So everybody keep on doing big things out there. There's a lot of things going on you could follow in the market, whether you're into uh, the financial crypto side of things or you're more into the tech and uh, the art and the community and all the things you could do on the blockchain. There's got to be something out there for you. I'm just glad you stopped in for this one. Please make sure you subscribe. It will help the algo and make things a little bit easier for other folks to find. And sure, you want to give it five stars, you can do that too. Because that would be (laughs) one way that you can do what I always try to do. And that is bring one love to Web3. I'll catch you next time. Peace.